Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, fam? Reverend T is in the building, your host and curator for Tuesdays with Tawana. So come on in the building and join me on today as we have a little fun, do a little trash talking, do some little life lessons um, as it relates to being a lifelong Nick fan. Um, Yeah, so come on in. For those who are here for the first time, welcome. Uh, You you comment, I'm going to comment back and we'll have a dialogue. So I'm not talking just by myself for 30 minutes. And those of you that will listen to this as a podcast later um, on the podcast, you'll hear me, you know, talk about comments and you know, things that people have inserted into this moment. So that's what that's all about. I wish I was sitting in front of an audience. That means I would be around people. That means that I would be able to feel that in-person energy, but it's all good to share this energy with you with Tuesdays with Tawana. So yeah, so let's get started because we have some things that that we need to talk about. Um, Let me just share this onto the Tuesdays with Tawana page so that those who check in there will be able to watch it live as well. And so, yeah, so happy Tuesday, everybody. What's going on? Just check in with me. Holla at me when you get a chance. Let me know that you're here. Let me know that you're listening. Let me know that you are ready for the next 30 minutes with Tawana. So last week, we talked about uh, triggers last week. Um, and I did say that we were going to kind of carry that on into this week. And then I decided that, um, we're not going to do that. Sup, Tamika. (laughs) What's going on, niece? Good to see you, beautiful. Um, so last week I said that we were going to continue that conversation, but today I wanted to have a little fun and do some life lessons as it relates to being a lifelong Nick fan. Yeah, so we're gonna have a little fun with this. You know, we might get some people coming on here trash talking because some people are from Georgia and they might be rooting for the Atlanta Hawks. I'm not gonna say any names, but my niece Tammy is on the line. I'm just saying, but she originally from Represent. I love the New York Knicks. Got on my swag today. Got on my glasses to represent the real MVP. The round glasses, like Spike Lee. He is the real MVP. He just comes with the whole vibe to the games. He's just that. That's my dude. That's my dude. So we're gonna talk a little bit about Spike Lee. We're gonna talk about the Knicks. We're gonna talk about life. And we'll talk a little bit about triggers, because can I confess something to you? Uh-oh, Tamika went with the listen. You know, when Black women be like, listen, they about to go in. Um, so, <laughs> New York City all day, baby. All day, all day, all day. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Hey, brother, talking about the Knicks. Another Nick fan in the building who's going to have my back during this broadcast on today. I love it. So um, so I got to confess about one um, trigger. Um, and this happened 21 years ago, and I still can't get over it. It's still like it happened, it's like it happened yesterday um, in, in my head. Like 
when Reggie Miller whooped our behinds in 8.9 seconds by scoring eight points in the semifinals when he was with the Indiana Pacers. And he beat the Knicks. What's up, Mama Lovey? Good to see you. And so I still can't, whenever I hear Reggie Miller's voice, whenever he's a commentator or he's doing a Wendy's commercial, just something in me just starts to tie up in knots. So that, I guess that's a trigger that I need to deal with. It's 21 years old to want to get over it. Well, I, I, I will get through it. I will work through it because he beat us bad. And hopefully that will never, ever, ever happen again, particularly in this particular series where we finally made it to the playoffs after I think the last time we were in the playoffs was 2012, 2013. And and during that time, a little bit before that, 1999, and then we finally made it back to the first or second round in 2012. And now we're back. So forgive us, Nick fans, for, you know, just being excited. Don't act like y'all don't know. You know, y'all Golden State Warrior fans, y'all Laker fans, y'all Miami fans, y'all Boston fans, all of y'all have been at the bottom at one point and had to rise to the top. So it's just taken us a little longer as Nick fans to get there. Hey, Mother Carolyn, good to see you. Uh-oh, Miss Odessa is on the line. <laughs> good afternoon, beloved. See, she's starting already with the Go Hawks. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying. So I'm on Instagram, right? I post on Instagram and I say, you know, Tuesdays with Tawana, I got on my Nick swag. And I'm like, you know, check me out two o'clock. So my grandson, my dink, my ride or die. He's like, but they lost game one though. T-H-O. Who is my child raising? What happened? My daughter is the perfect mom. So now I have to reduce her to like the 99% perfect mom because she's not raising a Nick fan. He's a Golden State Warrior fan. Who does that? Born in Harlem. Who does that? My own grandson is throwing me shade, but it's okay though, because this year, when the, because the Knicks were in fourth, fourth place, they were sitting and chilling while the Golden State Warriors and the Lakers were fighting for a spot. That is unheard of. So I am expecting great things from my Knicks this year. So first life lesson, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't just always go with the winning team because they ain't always going to be the winning team. It's going to be times when they are going to lose. There are going to be times where they're going to have to work their way up from the bottom back to the top. Um, so hang in there. That's what being a fan is all about. That's what being you know, committed is all about. If you're going to do it, then let's do it right. Let's, let's, let's hang in there and show some, some love to our, our teams and our people or even our friends. If we juxtapose being a, a fan of a team, being friends or being a fan of my friend, if my fan does, my fan, if my friend does something awry or does something that I don't necessarily agree, agree with, yeah, I may be able to walk away. Right. And come back and we'll regroup and talk about what happened. Like Spike Lee had to do with James Dolan. James Dolan tried to come at him. So he was like, OK, I'll see you. I'm out. I don't need to put up with this. And then he showed up in full form and fashion when the garden opened back up at not even full capacity. And the they were off 
the chain, just the noise, the coach and the team, they could the Hawks couldn't even hear each other because the garden, we know how to bring it. New Yorkers know how to bring it. Uh, Julie Myers said, hey there, not a big basketball fan, but enjoy hanging with you anyway. Yes, hang on in there, Julie, because we're going to talk about life and basketball all in one. Hey, what's up, Christina? Um, Christina says, about time they're back in the playoffs, but it's still... Oh, let me talk about Detroit for a minute. Hmm. See, I'm glad you brought that up, Christina, because Isaiah Thomas... It was like a jinx. Like, I think ever since he <laughs> came to the Knicks as the coach or the GM, I'm sorry, he sucked. He really sucked. And sometimes you could be good in one another life lesson. Another life lesson. Uh-oh, here go another hater on the line. <laughs> Coleman Dumas, here we go. So sometimes you could be a great player, but you may not necessarily be a great coach or a great GM. So you just got to know what you know, what you know, and know your lane and know your area. And and Isaiah just sucked the whole time that he led the Knicks. I'm sorry. So, Christina, I love you dearly, but Isaiah sucked. Yeah. Look, see, see, excuses, excuses, New York. No excuses. We just, we love, we love unconditionally. So we in it. We are true Nick fans. Everybody else is wishy-washy and, you know, going where the winners are. And it's not all about that all the time. Christina said, don't come for Zeke. Administration is not his strong suit. <laughs> Bobby is in the building. What's up, baby? <laughs> stay, Tamika says, stay in your lane. If administration is not your strong suit, then don't come over and mess the Knicks up. We already was messed up. We didn't need your help with that. And then we brought Phil. And I love Phil Jackson. Love him. But he was able to do what he did with the Bulls and with the Lakers because he had a team around him. He wasn't the do-all, be-all, end-all, right? So then we thought that we could bring this savior in and he could do it all. He's going to get us a good coach. He's going to get us good players. We messed up in the draft. We messed up with trades. We, I mean, I was like, come Phil. Are you the same Phil that did what you did with the Bulls, but you did what you did with the Bulls because of leaders like Michael Jordan? You did what you did with the Lakers because of leaders like Michael um, jo Magic Johnson and others that were key players that gave input to what they need to make this team gel. And you bring Phil Jackson over here. Come on, somebody. He was no Pat Riley. You better say it. Pat Riley, what, what, hey, what, 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 what? You ready to talk some trash live on Tuesdays with Tawana? I'm ready. I am so ready. So life lessons, right? So one, you know, sometimes you just got to hang in there, right? Just got to hang in there and roll with your peoples. When you ride or die, when you commit it, Sometimes they're going to fall. Sometimes they're going to succeed. Sometimes it's going to be in between that ebb and flow. But if you're going to rock with me, rock with me. Now, if you're not going to rock with me, then just don't rock with me. It's okay. You can just walk away and walk away with no disdain and no ill feelings. Just walk away. And we don't have to ride together anymore. It's, it's all good. 
Oh, <laughs> Christina said Coleman was speaking back to her. Um, Bobby said, because you can play don't mean you can coach. Absolutely. And Bobby is one of the best to ever do it out here on these streets. So he knows what he's talking about. Just because you can play doesn't mean that you can coach. So that's another lesson. You just got to know your lane. And I'm not saying talking about the traditional, very linear, um, oppressive, stay in your lane. You know, everything is so rigid and so linear, but know where your strengths are, know where your gifts are. And then those areas for improvement, they are just that areas of improvement where you can go and get some training and development or talk to folk on how you can improve in this area or, you know, go to your friends and your families and your circles and your peoples and your beloveds and your siblings and really talk things through on how you can make things happen and get to the level where you want to be. It's nothing wrong with dreaming big. There's nothing wrong with wanting to make things happen in your world that are greater than what you see right now. Isn't that what we're doing every day? We're doing, doing this every day when we're telling people stop killing us. So we're creating new norms and we're creating and we're changing systems and and we're even creating new communities because every time we turn around, someone is trying to break up our community and break our spirits and try to break us, period. And they're wondering why we ain't go nowhere, why we're not faltering, why are we giving up and, and waving the white flag? Nah, because we're more than that. We're greater than that. We're, we're divine. We're co-creators. We're beautiful. We're brilliant. This is what we do. And we keep coming back, even though the odds are against us. So like today, you know, we, we honor the, the life of, of, of George Floyd, who was murdered a year ago and, and for the world to see. And yet the killings have not stopped. Um, and so we honor his family, his little girl who says that his daddy changed the world. I hope that her words are prophetic, that it will change the world where people will see me as a human being and not be weary of the color of my skin. Hey sister, good to see you. Glad you could join on Tuesday. <laughs> Christina said nothing at all. Um, dreaming bigger and bigger and go after them no matter what. Absolutely, you can do it. You can do it. The Knicks didn't disband as an organization. Um, we we just ride or die. We go hard. We stay in the paint. That's that's just what we do, good or bad, <laughs> you know. So I'm I'm taking it one game at a time, and I'm just enjoying the fact that the Knicks are back, you know, from the bottom. We are over 500. We are in the playoffs, the first round, and and we're I'm rooting for them to make it to the second round. Or and and to keep going, that because I'm a fan. That's what we do. We root for one another. We root for the best in everybody. When people are hating on the sidelines, are they are they really in it for you? You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, we trash talk or whatever. I mean, I know people who who got my back, and yet when it's time to trash talk, it's time to trash talk because that's what we have in common, right? It's it's all good and it's all love. It's all love. So. So going back to life lessons as as a Knicks fan. So growing up, um, I, I was always a New York fan because my my parents were fans of different um, sports organizations. Like my mom was a <laughs> the second round really Coleman. 
Okay. We'll see. I'll let you know about that wager. Um, Tamika said, according to Newsweek, 181 Black people have been killed since George Floyd's death. No bueno. It's not good. And when we make change happen, sometimes those things happen in or not in order. Our response to that is we got to keep going and keep pressing forward because if we stop, that number is going to multiply, multiply exponentially. And we cannot let that happen. And we can't let their blood still cry from the ground. We got to keep fighting and keep going because we're at the bottom, but we're going to make it to the top because people are trying to suppress us and oppress us and keep us silent. And that's just not who we are, which is why I'm able to bring what I bring to the table as a Nick fan. My my parents were Nick fans. My mom was a Jet fan. My dad was a Giants fan. So I'm both a Jets and Giants fan. They said it couldn't be done and it's being done right now. That's what I am. My mom was a Met fan. My dad was a Yankee fan. And I bring both. I bring both to the table because I'm a New York fan. I just love all thing and everything New York. Everything, everything, including Spike Lee, even though he was born in Atlanta, I'll give him a pass, but he was raised in Brooklyn. He was raised in Brooklyn. That's why he got what he got, the gumption that he got, the courage that he has to talk to Jim James Dolan and be like, nah, I'm not going to be disrespected by you. And then where is he sitting? Where was he sitting the other night? Right back courtside at in his seat. Well, he didn't stay in his seat for most of the game. Cause if I don't know if y'all saw the energy, um, he just brought so much energy. I'm telling you, it's a whole vibe in and of itself. Um, yeah, do or die Nick fan, always, always, win or lose, always. Um, Christina said, my brother is a Nick and Giants fan and a Yankee fan and I'm a Yankees fan. Okay, you're back in the number, Christina, because you, you tried to come at me with Detroit. I just want to call you in on that, okay? All right, but we'll talk later about that. <laughs> so life lessons, being a, a Nick fan. So one of the other things um, that I was thinking about as far as Spike Lee and his relationship with, with the Knicks um, is, is his dedication and his commitment. Um, it, it doesn't mean that you have to warrant or or you have to have certain results in order for me to be your friend. You have to do certain things in order for me to ride or die with you. I'm a ride or die with you regardless because I love you and all that you bring to the table and you are bringing your best. Your best not may not put the game in the win column. The best may not be a ring, a championship ring, but I'm still going to ride or die with you because that's just how we rock. That's how we're going to do this thing. And that is that says a lot about our relationships as well, whether it's marriage, intimate partner, um, your your spouse, your, your partner, whatever, um, how people are so quick to give up when things go awry or when things are at the bottom or you take a L and you're ready to give up. Nah, we got to stay in there and learn the lesson so that we don't make that same mishap or misstep or mistake again and we can move forward and we can build and learn from our mistakes. Um, Christina said he'll stand like an old church mother with his hands on his hips. 
Bishop Kidry, we love you, Bishop Kidry. <laughs> hey, Shantae, good to see you. I love you as well. Love you as well. So I think that, you know, Spike Lee's relationship with, with the Knicks um, is a beautiful example of how we should be with one another. Just ride or die. You know, if, if you're in a space where you're not producing or, or building or winning, as I would expect you to, then I'm going to hang in there. I'm going to hang in there. We're going to talk about it. You're not causing me any harm. Yeah, I'm disappointed and I'm frustrated, but you're not causing me any harm. Now, let's talk about if somebody's causing you harm, that that's this is not the conversation for that because causing harm requires a different level of healing and it might require leaving. It might require some deep work that needs to be done to keep you safe and to keep that person from causing additional harm. So let me just put that disclaimer there because we do wanna lift up those who are domestic violence victims and survivors because just because it's not October doesn't mean that domestic violence is not happening. Just because it's COVID doesn't mean that domestic violence is not happening. As a matter of fact, it's happening in, in, in increasing numbers. And, and the fact that we can't see people, um, it, it's happening in secret even more so than what it was. And we're so grateful to, um, well, let me say this, not we, I'm grateful that some attention is being made um, or given to domestic violence awareness because the govern government just, they're gonna allot several million dollars to toward the cause of our domestic violence and domestic violence awareness. And I am grateful for that. And um, yeah, we gotta keep it going. We gotta keep it going. Christina said, I'll ride with you till the wheels fall off and then walk with you and carry you if necessary. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's the type of relationship I'm talking about. So when we look at Spike Lee and his relationship with the Knicks, it 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 should it exemplifies how we have an opportunity to be with one another. Don't throw me away because I'm in the L column for a little while because I'm not a loser, right? That's white supremacy thought when you are the mistake. So I'm not a loser. I may have lost at something, but sometimes we gotta lose to game. Pastor Rico is in the building. What's up, yo? Good to see you. Good to see you. So sometimes I might have to take an L, but I'm not always going to be there and it doesn't define who I am and I have an opportunity to learn from that. So let us continue that relationship with one another with this unconditional positive regard. I'm going to love you whether you're winning or you're not because we're going to ride through and, and, and travel this journey together. Like when I was diagnosed with breast cancer back in 2016, there were some people who were my ride or die just with me all the time, some many of you are on this call. And then there were other people who just could not for whatever reason, and, and that's okay. That's okay because sometimes you gotta lose to gain. And if you focus on the people that don't even wanna be in your circle or don't love you enough, you're gonna miss out on loving the people that want to love you and want to be supportive and want to stand by your side and want to journey with you through the joy and the pain. Don't miss out on those things focusing on what's not happening. Focus on the camaraderie that's happening with the basketball team. Focus on going to a game if we, 
ever can go to full capacity, go to a game and go with your family and friends and, you know, have fun and talk trash and do all. I mean, all of that is fun. All of that, even if the team loses, you've had a great time. You're going to walk away pretty upset, probably. But um, (laughs) thinking about all the other things that happen around, um, it's not just the game. It's about the relationship. Um, Christina said, a loss doesn't make you a loser. That's right. Um, change what didn't work. And in order for you to change what didn't work, let, let me leave you with this. So when we dream, oftentimes we're dreaming of things that we are co-creating in, in our minds and in our hearts and in our spirits. It's things that we have never experienced before. Um, We are dreaming big, which means dreaming beyond our limited experiences. And we're able to create this image and this vision that we've never seen before, which is why we do um, Black futurism and envisioning, envisioning Black people in the future, because right now they're trying to take us out. Um, I can't think of the sister's name, y'all. Please forgive me. Who was uh, is a, a Black Lives Matter activist who was shot in the head overseas? Um, that that's not that's not a mishap or a mistake. So they are really trying to instill fear and silence us in ways that um, will cause us to give up and and let go. And that's not what we're about to do because we're going to dream of a future that includes Black people, that honors Black people, that respects Black people, that sees the humanity in Black people, that sees the beauty and creativity and divinity in Black people. So we're going to dream that and we're going to manifest that shit, right? We're going to dream it so big and so hard and go hard like we do for these teams and ride or die for these fans. We're going to ride or die for the culture. We're going to ride or die for ourselves to live and not die at the hands of systemic racism. Sasha Johnson, thank you so much, Tammy. I appreciate that because we need to speak her name. It's so important not to say that woman. So thank you so much. But we got to we got to we got to see ourselves there first. Right. It's like teaching somebody how to love you. If you don't love yourself, then how can you create a space um, for someone to love you in a way that you deserve to be loved or you should not even deserve, but you should be loved based on who you are and the air that you breathe and the humanity that you present day in and day out. So we got to be ride or die for one another, just like we are ride or die for our favorite team. Um, Shantae said, I feel the losses I have taken have turned out to be a blessing in disguise. God brought it to me and is continuing to get me through it. Absolutely. And and I, I some yeah, sometimes we do have to lose to gain. Um, we got to lose those things. So what are we holding on to? What what are we committed to that's not really letting us be great, right? <laughs> what is that thing? We want other people to be great before we are instilling that greatness in ourselves. Doesn't work that way. That math doesn't work. It's a little off um, because we we're, we're taught, or we've been taught to care for other people, and that's colonized thought, right? We we care for other people as we care for ourselves. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. It's not something that happens um, as an afterthought to love yourself. We we must take care of ourselves um, as Black 
human beings, black beloveds in a world that perceives our skin color as a threat, in a world that does not honor us, in a world that feels like they could come at me just because I'm in a store um, and you can call me out my name or follow me. And I mean, it's, the list goes on and on and on. So what I want to leave with you today as this diehard Nick fan coming to you today, um, let's learn the life lessons that the relationship with the Knicks um, has taught me has been has been something that I had to ascribe to in my own life or watching Spike Lee and his relationship with the Knicks or other diehard Knicks fans, I had to learn to ascribe to that and ascribe to when I'm in, I'm in, right? But if you cause me harm, I'm out in one way, shape or form, literally or figuratively, but always the common denominator to all this is my heart and making sure that my heart is in the right place so I don't cause ache, heartache for myself that I don't allow other people to rent space in my mind for free while they sitting off chilling, having a margarita or something. I need to make sure that I take care of me and I put me first because as long as I love me, then I can love others. And then we can exemplify that in, in the world and, and show up that way. So we teach others how to love self and then to love others. And it just keeps going on. It keeps going on. And then next thing you know, Black beloveds are united. Black beloveds are riding together. We are working hard. We're going hard in the paint. We're doing what we need to do to survive. Even when we don't agree at the way we do things, our end goal is the same. So we're willing to to, to have a dialogue and conversation about how, how we're going to meet in the middle to make things happen so that we can survive this thing, right? So as a diehard Knicks fan who has been riding with the Knicks from day one, um, from since I was a little girl, I'm still riding with them today. Yes, we took the L the other night. I'll take that, you know, but y'all know I love trash talking. And since I don't watch football anymore, um, Basketball has really been my out. Like, I'm really, really excited, really excited. So um, you'll see me on Facebook doing a little trash talking when the Knicks win. Um, just be warned. Be warned, Miss Odessa. Be warned. Be warned, Coleman. Yeah, I see y'all Hawks fan on my, on my page. I see y'all. I'm watching y'all. And I'm coming for you. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> that's our Tuesdays with Tawana for today. Sometimes, it, it, no, not sometimes. It's good to have joy all the time. It's good to insert laughter even in the midst of challenging situations. It's good to have joy and community with my beloveds and do some healing and talk about how life um, happens, whether we're talking about a sports team, we're talking about a friendship, we're talking about an intimate partner relationship. Don't be so quick to throw people away because sometimes people are doing what the, their best with what they know. And sometimes they just need you to hand them some tools so that they can do better and be great. Like the Knicks got the tools, you know, they got Derrick Rose, you know, even though I don't understand why they didn't give Derrick Rose the ball um, during the last 0.9 seconds because he has so much experience in that area. But I'm not the coach. That's another story, another broadcast. So listen, I love y'all dearly. 
I love y'all for rocking with me on Tuesdays with Tawana. If if you know of anyone that missed this, they can check it out on my Facebook page. It turns into a podcast and I share it on LinkedIn, on Twitter, and all over the place. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, you name it, it's on there. So, oh, thank you, Miss Odessa. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope all of you enjoyed it. I hope I was able to bring some joy and bring a smile to your face, even in the midst of this pandemic, even in the midst of this day where George Floyd was murdered a year ago today, even in the midst of thinking about his beautiful daughter who said, my daddy changed the world. Let us help her words come into fruition and to manifest it so that his death will change the world and their blood will no longer cry from the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I love y'all. I'll see y'all next Tuesday. Watch the games, have fun, and let's talk some smack on Facebook, all right? I'm out, y'all. Later.